Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow and I am joined as usual by Devin Leary. Devin, I am on five hours of sleep. So I'm ready to stop being polite and start getting real. I personally, if I get less than six hours of sleep, I just am a monster and it is just known to the world that I will be a monster that day. So I hope that's not the case for you. But if it is not the case, then you're a saint. So Jennifer Lopez, who we're going to talk about in 10 seconds, but she famously says she can't function without nine hours of sleep. And I remember reading that quote when I was like 13 and thinking, yes, as do I. I stand with you, Jennifer. I actually, if I if I also get too much sleep, I also am like. Non-functioning, I, I, I somewhere between eight and 11 is my sweet spot, and I'm not saying that to be facetious. And if I hit the, the 12 to 14 mark, I got a little bit of a, a wasted day in front of me. Wait. I had a relationship insight. What? So I think that when you go through a breakup and if you were dumped or you didn't initiate the breakup, even if you know that it was not because you weren't enough, you weren't smart enough, you weren't pretty enough, whatever, even if you know you didn't quote unquote blow it and sometimes relationships don't work out and you could have done something differently, blah, blah, blah. There's still that feeling of like, I could have done X, Y, and Z, and maybe it would have worked when you miss the person. But I had this really, what I thought, ingenious thought, which is what if the person who dumped you blew it? What if that's them blowing it? Yeah. It's also like, if the, unless the thing is like, oh, if only I hadn't, you know, cheated with his best friend, maybe I blew it. But if it's just like, oh, I should have done this better, I should have 
been less needy. I should have been less this. Like you were just doing the best you could at the time. And so if that wasn't good enough for that person or that wasn't right for that person, that just means you were in different places. Like they weren't the right person for you at that time. And in my opinion, that does mean they blew it because anybody who's not with you blew it. I love you. Well, speaking (laughs) of blowing it. Oh, yeah. It was reported by the authorities that Jennifer Lopez, singer, songer. (laughs) I'm on five hours of sleep. She's a singer-songer and dancer sometimes. Dancer, actress, phenomenal actress. Star of one of the best movies of all time, Hustlers. I mean, she should have won at least an Emmy for her performance in the music video to Get Right, where she plays six different characters all to perfection. And she dated a steroid user named Alex Rodriguez, who loves looking at himself in the mirror, infamously loves his own reflection, which don't get me wrong. I like looking in the mirror, too, but that's to look at my skin and see if I can find any sort of blackhead to then torment my face with. Alex just likes his look. So when I saw the movie Hustlers in theaters, um, famously on a day that I was crying about a boy and Carolina said, I know this movie will cheer you up and we have to go. And it did. And she was correct. And I left saying um, something along the lines of, I don't need a man and I never will, which turned out to be false. Um, The best part of that is uh, I was in the front seat of a car and you were in the back when we were driving home and you literally, it was like that you had a breakthrough in therapy. Like your head was in your hands and you just couldn't believe it. You were borderline speechless. And I said, Devin, oh, did Devin, did that movie make you want to become a stripper? And you looked at me and you were like, of course. Wait, is that a real question? Of of course. What are you talking about? Well, it's more that I know I could never do that because I am not gifted and talented and I was never in the gifted and talented program. So when I was watching that movie, the the opening scenes of J-Lo in that movie where she's dancing to Criminal. Which was her idea, by the way. Continue. I my thoughts were like one this person's not human. Two imagine watching this and knowing you can have sex with this person. Like that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Wait, imagine like you watch this and you're like, "Oh, that's the person sitting next to me," which is something I always used to think about Jay-Z and Beyoncé because he had a quote one time where he said like um, I go home to a legend or something or I go home to an icon. So why do I, I have the hottest need- girl in the game wearing my chain? Yeah. Yeah. So like in both these instances, I'm like, imagine just like looking at this woman and knowing that you can touch her. And yet. And yet. You also look at a TV show called Southern Charm and think, why not? Okay, so this is my message on this day. If you are a woman out there anywhere, if you are a, not just a woman, anyone out there who is in a relationship with a man and you are thinking, am I not good enough? Maybe he cheated. Maybe he has a wandering eye. Maybe he has suspicious text messages. And you think, is it because I'm not good enough? Is it because I'm not hot enough, not pretty enough? Whatever. Whatever it is. 
know that it could not scientifically possibly be you when the facts are that two male individuals had the choice of J-Lo and Beyonce and still looked outward. So that is to say, men, men's scumminess knows no bounds. It cannot be controlled by a female's behavior. It has nothing to do with the woman they're with. If fucking A-Rod like, can cheat on fucking J-Lo, then there's just no science. There's no formula. It's just like we have to accept that men are scum. And I'm sorry it is that way, but it is. Also, I'm a little bit impressed by Madison LaCroix. So Madison (laughs) LaCroix is this woman from Southern Charm. And I watch Southern Charm on Bravo. Obviously, like, I have this whole, like, huge part of my life that is Bravo. The thing is that... I love Bravo, that you call it a part of my life. <laughs> it's a big part of my life. But the thing is that Bravo people rarely, like, bridge into the world of even D-list celebrities, like... The closest that I can think of is like sometimes Rihanna will t- will tweet about the housewives and tweet and about she put Vanderpump Erica Rules. Jane and her show. There's yeah, some crossover. There's some but- stuff like that and you're like, "Oh my god, that's amazing." But never like they're in a relationship or they're hanging out in real life. But apparently this this woman Madison LaCroix on Southern Charm had some sort of fling with A-Rod and that was reported in the press right before J-Lo and A-Rod reportedly broke up. However, J-Lo and A-Rod deny that. So I guess like if we haven't stated the basic facts, it was reported last week that J-Lo and A-Rod broke up. And then a few days later, it was reported that they actually hadn't broke up, but they were working through some things. And then this week they were photographed in the Dominican Republic together. Apparently he flew to the Dominican Republic to be with J-Lo where she is filming the movie that would have been with Army Hammer and could have been the end of her life, but now is not. So those are the facts and we don't know what he did. But what are your thoughts, Carol? Even when men are posting about their girlfriends, even when they're saying, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of her for her Golden Globe nomination, you know, Performing at the fucking inauguration. Performing at the Super Bowl and absolutely killing it. I have seen in the public eye and in the private eye through watching friends relationships that there is still a threat and it's societal of a woman becoming more popular, bigger in, in a sense than her male counterpart. And why I think that's a problem for men like A-Rod, Jay-Z, who else, Cheese? <laughs> well, there was that guy that was with Sandra Bullock who Ugh, was like... Jesse she James. Was, yeah. She was so much hotter than him and she's so much hotter than anyone. And that I was think also he's really shocking. hot, but he was a okay, he's not turd. Oh my gosh, I think he's so hot. Let me just rem- remember, reflect on when when Lady Gaga was performing at the Super Bowl and also filming her documentary, Gaga Five Foot Two. She said the more successful she gets, the more men pull away from her. And, and so she was like performing at the Super Bowl, but she was alone. But can I just say like, if God created man. If? 
Is he proud? Is he proud? Is he or she God proud to have created man in such a way that they watch J-Lo's Super Bowl performance? And instead of thinking like, wow, this is a person that I get to be in the presence of whenever I want and I should literally do everything in my power to not fuck that up because that is one of the greatest gifts on this human earth for that man to have not thought that and instead to have gone on instagram and dm'd madison Lacroix of southern charm just what is what is god he or she above thinking okay well are they proud i think these not i'm serious i think these male i'm like devin i'm serious I think he's male I am partners. too. I'm asking if God is proud. How more serious can you be? I think that the Ben Afflecks of the world, the uh, A-Rods, the Jesse James, I think that they do love their partners. <laughs> I do, that like, trio, that that classic grouping all of my Ben Affleck friends, and Jesse James. All the guys that I hang out with. Um, and A-Rod. <laughs> my boys. My boys. They, I do think they love their partners. I don't think they're respecting their relationships or actively showing love when they're cheating. But I think that makes it all the more painful. Like, you know, Jesse James was crying during Sandra Bullock's Oscar acceptance speech. And I, because he knew he didn't deserve it. He was, yeah. Because he was DMing Madison LaCroix under the seat. So I think that these men in their private lives are used to people telling them how amazing they are all the time, how incredible they are, how talented they are. They have teams that are doing everything they can to please them. And then, you know, in the honeymoon phase, they have this amazing girlfriend who's, you know, complimenting them and it's exciting. And especially if you have a narcissistic edge, like that's like a high, right? And then life goes on and you don't have time to tell your husband, Jay-Z, or your fiance, A-Rod, or the crazy guy from the gas station, Jesse James, how amazing (laughs) he is all the time. Like, you don't have time to be like, oh, my God, you got nominated for a Grammy. That's so incredible. Because you're Beyonce. You're like, oh, I'm, yeah, I have more nominations than you. Sorry. That's just natural. And... I think that you you can't handle that sometimes. You go outward because you need a Madison LaCroix who thinks that like you're heaven sent to fawn over you because women who are leading full lives don't have time to do that year two, year three. And they yeah. shouldn't have to. I've been reading a little bit about Tina Turner, who I want to do an episode on eventually, but she has had famously a really hard life. She was married to a really abusive man who uh, controlled her music career, who took everything from her and left her with PTSD. I think a lot of his abuse stemmed from him being obviously someone who was deeply, deeply unwell and insecure. And then she start. She met someone in 1986, a decade after leaving Ike Turner, Erwin Bach, and 
he was 16 years her junior and they fell they fell in love at the airport like she um got to the airport and he was a music executive who came to welcome her and in Germany and she said that she just looked at him and felt this emotional connection and she said, you know, even then I could have ignored what I felt. I could have listened to the ghost voices in my head telling me that I didn't look good that day or I shouldn't be thinking about romance because it never ends well. Instead, I listened to my heart and I left my comfort zone and made it a priority to get to know Irwin. That simple first meeting led to a long, beautiful relationship in my one true marriage. And she said that Irwin, who is a force of nature in his own right, has never been the least bit intimidated by my career, my talents, or my fame. He shows me that true love doesn't require the dimming of my light so that he can shine. Mm -hmm. On the contrary, we are the light of each other's lives, and we want to shine as bright as we can together. Wow. So I'm not comparing what Ike Turner did to what A-Rod did, but what I'm saying is... We hurt other people if we just have a lack in ourselves that they cannot fulfill because nobody can fulfill. If A-Rod is staring into a mirror all day, you know, like, it's because he's full of himself, obviously, but he can't get enough of himself. So no one and, can fulfill that. And he's also, if he's like this narcissistic type of guy, then those are the type of guys who, when, when they feel like they're losing you is when they want you so obviously when she broke up with him he's like i'm making a dramatic gesture and flying to the dominican republic and blah 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 and it's like it's a little too late but maybe she fell for it but one of the articles i read about the their breakup or whatever it, it was i guess like fight was that her friend said her friend was quoted in it saying that they've basically like been warning jen about a rod and she didn't listen until now so i was like okay strong relate but i hope she remembers those warnings now that they're joyfully romping in the dominican republic together we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be right back with more true romance i want true Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve 
with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome back to True Romance. We got a few advice questions here on a True Romance account, which we love. We love, we love. The first one comes from Hilda. I love making up fake names. Hilda writes, how do you talk about future plans like kids, etc., without seeming desperate at 32? First of all, Hilda, 32 is young, 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 young. Yes. So don't worry. The panic, I understand. But at the same time, just do not make decisions based on that panic in terms of choosing a partner because you're scared. That being said, Devin, what do you think? I think that this is something for me that I've struggled with because I'm a very like plan-y person and I'm, I don't know if plan is the right word. I guess I future trip a lot and I always, I like to talk about feelings a lot. So I like to be like, where are we at? Like take the temperature of the relationship. What's going to happen? Are we boyfriend and girlfriend? Are we exclusive? Are we this? And the approach I've kind of taken is to just say that stuff because to me it feels like a waste of time to play some sort of game where I act like I don't care about that stuff because like we were talking about in our episode with Jordana Abraham the sooner you get to know someone the better because then you don't waste any time so like for me I do want to be in a committed relationship I'm in one now but when I was dating it was like I did want to be in a committed relationship so it would have been a waste of time for me to pretend like I'm just casual who cares like we don't have to define the relationship and at the point I'm in my life now I do want kids so it would be a waste of time for me to like act like I don't care about that or I don't have a timeline because I do um so I would say if if the person you're with thinks it's desperate to talk about a life plan that's their problem. Like that's actually just organized and mature. And I think there's a point in time where Caroline and I were talking about this, like that, that immature feeling of like, ew, like being serious is so lame or whatever changes. And you realize that the people that you thought were lame were actually just mature and like have their shit together. And so I would say just be honest and be straightforward and you should be with someone who supports that and understands that. Obviously, it's always like not what you say, but how you say it. So obviously, I wouldn't recommend being like, listen, if you don't put a ring on it or whatever. But I'm saying you can have conversations about these things in a really mature and clear way. And it's better than being um, unclear. And hopefully that you'll find the right person who can also be clear and understanding and talk about what they need. I agree. I think a couple of things, though. I think that, A, you have to think for yourself without coming from a place of lack, wanting someone to love you, wanting like to like you. You have to first 
think about whether you want a future with this person. And I also think that, like Devin said, when you get into a relationship, it can be clear you want a serious relationship. But there was a time where I didn't know I could think things without saying them. So I was very much like, okay, well, I want to marry you someday. Wait, do you not want to marry me? Wait, what's going on? And I think in retrospect, I would keep some things to myself until I was absolutely sure I wanted to say them. So for instance, I would talk about like moving in with a boyfriend before I was even sure I was ready for that. But I just thought that was what you were supposed to do. So first come from a place of knowing exactly what you want without just thinking like, I don't want to be alone. I want kids someday. So I I have to talk about it with this person and, and really think about if you want that with them. But that being said, dating someone and wanting it to be serious is another thing. You can be very straightforward about that very quickly. I always think Philip Seymour Hoffman's wife wrote a beautiful piece in Vogue about their courtship and their marriage. And one of the things that she wrote that I loved was that she was really straightforward with him. And after she sort of they were dating and she really liked him, she said, I want this to be serious and he said, I'm all in. Like when it's real, the guy is not going to be freaked out by that. Yeah. Sharing children's names is something that maybe you can gently do year two or something. I guess that's what I mean by you can think some more specifics and share them later on. But you definitely should be on the same page in the first few months that you want something serious that. You're not just here for a summer fling, et cetera. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Our next question, what do you do if your relationship is repetitive? Like everything feels scripted. I don't know. I mean, I think that I'll speak for myself. I think that I confused fear and love a lot. So I liked the up and downs in a way because I thought that meant passion. I like um, a routine. I like... I come home from work. We have dinner together. We talk about our day. We watch something. We go to bed. I'm actually okay with that, but that's after years of chaos. And um, in terms of keeping the spark alive, I think that's work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's, there's two different things in my, that I've experienced. One is like, it feels scripted and unnatural because it feels like something's missing or something's not right and then there's just the like hum and drum of a long-term relationship where yeah you get into a routine and it's not like you know the super intense butterflies that were there in the beginning which is totally normal and totally like workable like there's so many things you can do to liven up your relationship and to remind each other that that needs to be done or like I don't know I I think for me something I always try to do is think like if I if I start thinking in terms of like why doesn't my partner like show me like how into me they are anymore or like why don't we ever like do anything fun anymore I try to think like do I put effort towards that like do I tell him how excited I am to see him every day do I do I plan stuff? Do I come up with like exciting stuff for us to do? And then maybe if you start doing that, um, you can set the tone that that's something 
that you're interested in of like just coming home one day and being like, I made a plan for us. I made a picnic um, and we're going to the park or something, you know, and it's a little bit harder in COVID, but um, but it's possible. I made a dinner reservation for us for 15 people. Um, it's actually indoors and it's in Texas. So we're getting on a plane. Don't bring your mask because I want to be able to see your beautiful face. No, but I think that so that's like one thing and that's a totally workable thing. And by the way, in one of the articles I read about JLo and A-Rod, it, it said that the repetitiveness of quarantine was like one of their problems. So you're not alone. But if it feels different than that and it's actually like a, an instinctual feeling that like something's unnatural or doesn't feel right that's a whole nother thing to look at yeah but i think like you said there is a nature there is a feeling of repetitiveness for us all right now because we can't spice up our lives and even the simple way of going out to uh, on a dinner date with our partner yeah i also think that we've been at least i can speak for myself in sweatpants for a entire year um and sometimes it does feel better to like get dressed and get dressed up around a partner. And I know I'm not saying that like in a weird 1950s housewife thing. I'm saying that like I can feel asexual when I'm around a partner in like no bra, boy shorts, and like my hair is stringy. And when I put on, if I get done up, I feel sexy. I feel like excited. And, you know, speaking of which, our next question from Giovanni made that <laughs> name up. Guess what? Made that name up. Um, Feeling Giovanni. How do you think dating will change post COVID? So for me personally, I've been so bored romantically for the past year as I've been single and I can't meet anyone except in Texas. Thank you, Governor Abbott, for being willing to kill your constituents. I'm kidding. I fucking hate him. I am ready to date without getting into a relationship. I just want to have fun like I did when I was like 18. I want to go out. I want to like hook up with people and... When I say hook up, I'm like such a prude that I'd be like, make out with someone and not think about it. I'm just ready to live life a little bit more than I did in the past where I was just sort of like thinking that if I liked someone, I'd want to be in a relationship with them. I have realized that I don't have to get into a serious relationship with my next partner and I can just have fun and then keep moving. So... That's how it's changed for me. I think that I hope we'll have a roaring 20s as we continue to solve climate change. That's what I hope for the next 10 years, that we'll have the roaring 20s without a recession hitting at the 1929 mark that will uh, help heal the planet. How I think it will change with uh, like the actual COVID restrictions that stay and stuff. I don't think we'll have to shake hands anymore, which I love because I never know where men's hands are. And I think they're disgusting. I think this whole zoom dating thing might stick around because as our amazing guest, Jenny Hogan put it, it's a great first date. You don't have to get dressed up. You don't have to be stuck going to a food fair for two hours. Like I was once on a first date. And, uh, afterwards you can decide if you want to meet in person or not. 
I think and I hope and I pray that this is going to really make people more fearless. I think when I was going out and single in the city, a lot of times it felt like when you actually go out to bars and stuff, like everyone's afraid to talk to each other. And I personally often had the thought of like, it's easier to just go on an app than like talk to someone in person because it just seems like really scary and you don't want to face that fear. And I also often would like cancel dates and stuff because I just thought like, I just want to stay in tonight, whatever. So I'm hoping that in this new post-COVID era that we will hopefully get to, everyone will have this whole new refreshed perspective. Those of us who actually like have not led normal lives the past year and have followed restrictions and have not flown um, all over the country and world will have this renewed perspective and gratitude for like human interaction and I think we'll all be a little bit more fearless and want to like go out stay out late have fun meet people and hopefully that will be beneficial for hookup culture as well as for our mental health I completely agree I can totally see myself out just going up to a guy and saying hi which I used to do drunk I I, which I used to do when I was drinking but I thought was crazy sober unless I was with like wild friends. And now I completely see it as natural. On that note, we are going to sign off with some wise words from the caption of Khloe Kardashian's Instagram. These are written in a very strange, small, tiny font, and they are written to celebrate the birthday of one of the greatest uh, traders of our time, Tristan Thompson. Quote. The ones that are meant to. (laughs) Carolina just started reading. Okay, go ahead. The ones that are meant to be are the ones who go through everything that is designed to tear them apart. And they come out even stronger than they were before. He tried to tear things apart. Okay. Thank you for showing me everything you said you would. For the father you are, for the best friend I have in you. I'm thankful that I can do absolutely nothing with you. And it feels like everything. I hope you know today and every day how loved you are by me and so many. Happy birthday, TT. Welcome to 30. I can't wait for all of the memories. This is when life just starts getting good. Oh, I'm scared for the next cheating scandal. I mean, my best friends don't make out with my sister's best friend, but that's just Oh, mine do. Um, Devin. I don't have a sister. I love you. (laughs) Okay, I love you, Carol. Carol's my sister. We'll catch you next time on True Romance. Happy birthday, TT.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today you deserve a moment to yourself every single day and a delicious bite of a keebler sandies can give you that comforting pause don't forget to pack the melt in your mouth magic of a keebler sandies for a post errands pick me up this magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by ernie and the keebler elves so as life continues to fly by make the most of your me moment Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.